You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Picture Book Look podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirsty Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Hey, Kirsty. Hey. So what do you think about trying to cut out the chit-chat and just jumping into today's book? <laughs> <laughs> Very clever, Kim. Today we are talking about Jabari Tries, the companion book to Jabari Jumps, written and illustrated by Gaia Cornwall. This story shows Jabari's persistence as he tries over and over again to build a flying machine that flies all the way across the yard. I love how the friendship between Jabari and his sister Mika is realistic and changes throughout the story. And I love how this book is bibliotherapeutic and helps kids learn how to deal with frustration and also how to persist. That's so important. I love all of the onomatopoeia in this story. It makes it such a fun read aloud. We're excited to have Gaia with us today to talk about her creative process and Pam Consolazio, her art director at Candlewick, to get all the behind the scenes details that went into making Jabari Tries. Let's talk. Gaia, this is the follow-up book to Jabari Jumps. What was the inspiration behind Jabari's story? I was reading a lot of Calvin and Hobbes with my son. And I don't know if you remember, but there's this Calvin and Hobbes when he sends away for a beanie hat that he sees on the back of a cereal box. And he's like convinced it's going to let him fly. And he like <laughs> knows it's going to work. And of course, you know, he gets it. He waits weeks and weeks and weeks. And then he gets it and he can't fly. And it's just like completely devastating. And so I think in some ways that's like the little title page process that Jabari is going through where it's like, he gets the story so excited and then it just like totally lets him down. And also my kids are around this age that Jabari and Nika are and just seeing them work together or not work together, <laughs> um, <laughs> that relationship. I definitely wanted her to have more of a presence in this story. I loved that piece of it. I loved seeing her more in this story. And you did a really good job of showing a realistic sibling relationship. Yes. So Pam, what was it about Gaia's art that made you feel that it was a perfect fit for her text? So sometimes manuscripts come to us in, in a few different ways. 
sometimes they come sort of like as a package deal. So they'll come through the editor and then we in our department get to look at them and have our comments. And this one in particular, when I saw the artwork, I actually sort of walking by the editor's desk and I saw it. I was like, that's so cute. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I happened to see it and I just loved it. And then when I read it, I realized this is for the first Jabari. I should preface that. I, when I first saw it, I, I just loved the artwork at first. And then when I read the story, I was like, wait a minute, they, it's perfect. It's a perfect pair. That doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. But when it does, you see the books come together and you look at them and think, oh, that's such a nice combination of the two. And it was a solid story with wonderful artwork. And I think sometimes too, it depends on which way you're coming to it from, if you're coming to it from a writer's perspective or from an artist's perspective. So sometimes you're more adept at one than the other. A lot of times too, when we look at manuscripts that come in, you know, they may have a suggestion for art or we, we may have someone else in mind, but if it's the same person, it becomes a much more streamlined way of working because it's only one person. So mm-hmm. that can make it really, really fun. I love it. Awesome. So Gaya, can you give us a look into your writing and illustration process for this story? And we were wondering as an author illustrator, does the art come first for you? Yeah, I feel like this is another hard one. Yeah, this one's tricky because we already had the characters. So with Jabari Jumps, there's a lot of like character development that I did a a lot of before I even started working with Pam and Katie. But for Jabari Tries, we already had them. Yeah, so like in this one, I feel like for me, honestly, usually there's some sort of visual element that comes first. Or maybe sometimes there's like a phrase or some sort of the text then I'm like, ooh, I really like that. But then very quickly, it'll turn into like a more visual process. And then it ends up going back and forth. But for Jabari Tribes, I feel like it was, tell me if I'm misremembering, Pam, but I think it was more writing first because we were coming up with, we kind of, we had a brainstorm session where I came into the meeting with some ideas and I knew that I really wanted it to be, I thought like a science project would be really cool. I was that kid that loved doing science projects and going to the science fair. And then it just kind of evolves into this kind of more maker inventor. And also I really wanted Nika to be more involved too. So did they approach you on a companion book or was it your idea? Did you always think Jabari would have a companion book? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I, def- I no, no. I'm so happy, but it was more like I didn't dare dream that big. But now, I mean, I'm thrilled and now I can't stop thinking of ideas, of yeah. course. But- we were working on one of your other texts together and then we realized that yeah. Jabari was really on a roll and it was a wonderful book to, you know, sidle up next to another story about Jabari. When we were talking about it all together, we started going into the whole STEM, STEAM, all these types of ideas. And at the time, I actually myself was doing those types of things in school and he was making flying machines. But that was all sort of after we had already, I didn't know he was doing that. And then after we yeah. had our whole conversation wow. with everyone, I remember calling Gay up and saying, you're never going to believe this. So, <laughs> it was meant to be. That's perfect. It was really it was all lined up. The, the universe aligned. 
And then it was really funny. I was like, I'm sure this will work. And Pam and Katie were like, okay, one really has to work though. Like it actually has to fly across the backyard. Like what? And I'm like, well, probably <laughs> this will. And you know, it's fantastical and don't, you know, don't worry about it. And they were like, no, no, no. <laughs> has to work. And then I think you were like, actually, like he's doing all these experiments with school. And so, yeah. So I ended up doing a bunch of them like Shane did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's so, so fun. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. really cool because, you know, I think Gaya really took it upon herself to go out in her backyard and create and sent us all those wonderful videos of the, whether it flew or flopped. You <laughs> took is, videos? Yeah. It was oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> so cool. Well, Pam, can you give us a look into the art direction for this book? For Gay and I, we tend to work really collaboratively. A lot of the people that I work with, that's how I do it. And that's how Candlewick in general works on their books is in extremely collaboratively. It's a team effort and we all have our input. So I would say she would send in sketches and then we would look at them, both Katie and I, have all of our comments on them, go back to Gaia. And then, you know, it would just be suggestions and then we'd talk about it. And then one comment might lead to three other changes or putting something back or changing something. You know, it's really important for us to vary the layout of the book as it goes so that it's not, you know, mundane to the reader. So those types of things are all things we keep in consideration when we're working. We're having all these conversations constantly to make sure that the pagination was working and to keep the flow of the story. I mean, I think I remember a couple of times we had like that big spread with all of, you know, his ideas and it, it kept coming too soon. Remember, like we kept saying, no, this isn't the right place for it. And we had to sort of push it along a little bit later. He had to try a little bit harder and full on persevere through some of these challenges. He so what were some of the notes you gave Gaia on her sketches before she moved to final art? In particular, in the first book, I mean, again, like Gaia said, this is the second book. So we had our characters, we sort of knew what they were all about at that point. But if we go back to Jabari Jumps, one thing that we definitely worked on was character continuity and to make sure that they all look the same age throughout the book. And so in this book, they're slightly older. So we wanted to make sure that we keep that slightly older look for each character and make sure that we have that continuity because it's so important in picture books that the character, unless there's a giant time change, they look the same from the front of the book to the back of the book. Right. So, you know, that and that stuff is stuff that we always continuously work on. I mean, I think too, like that, almost like his like Rube Goldberg machine that he was making making sure that we didn't sort of take elements out or put elements in. And I know that was probably pretty tricky for Gaia to to pull it off, but she did it. (laughs) Absolutely. I love those pages. I love the onomatopoeia on those pages. I feel like it makes it such a fun read aloud. I just think the book is beautiful. It is. The art is beautiful. The words are beautiful. And the message is so important. I mean, I don't think there can be enough perseverance books out there for kids. It's such an important lesson. (laughs) Our last question is, when someone reads this book, what do you hope they feel or learn? Pam, we'll start with you. Well, I think it sort of goes back to the main theme of perseverance. And, you know, just because something doesn't work the first time doesn't mean that it's a failure and that it sets you up for a growth mindset instead of a fixated mindset. And I think that's what's really important for kids for learning these days is that you can be ever evolving and ever learning. Learning from your mistakes can be your greatest teacher, really. We definitely Mm. need that as parents. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely. How about you, Gaia? 
when someone reads Jabari Tries, what do you hope they feel or learn? I think in our society, a lot of times the focus is on like the end product and you don't really see as much of the process. And I think the more that kids can like understand that making whatever it is you're creating, whether it's like a science experiment or a, you're, you're inventing something or engineering something or you're an artist and you're making a painting, like there's all these steps that come before and those involve mistakes and like just trying out different things. And sometimes it's happy mistakes and something works and sometimes it doesn't. Maybe this book could be a little bit of a guide to dealing with that frustration of things not working out the way you want it to, or just taking way longer than you think it will. Like, I feel like I talk to a lot of kids and they like immediately want to be perfect at something and they don't realize that just because they can't draw like their favorite cartoonist right now doesn't mean that they're bad at drawing. It just means that you don't know, but your cartoonist has done like thousands of hours of drawing. So just kind of getting that point across would have been helpful for me. (laughs) A big thank you to Gaia and Pam for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for Jabari Tries. Check out the show notes to learn more about Gaia and the other fabulous books she has out in the world. And remember, if you have a picture book you love and you think we might love it too, send us an email at picturebooklook2 at gmail.com. That's picturebooklook and the number two at gmail.com. Happy looking!